Welcome to the Federal Employees Retirement and Benefits Podcast by CD Financial. I'm your host, Charles Jama. Have you ever wondered why some federal families seem to retire so seemingly effortlessly, almost without a care in the world? What is their secret? We're going to talk about that. We're going to address that because if possible, I want all of you to be able to have that and to capture that because it is such a key. I've noticed one thing in particular that many of the families that I help, when they actually do retire, they grow young, not extremely, but I notice that the tension in their face dissipates and they themselves look younger. Their skin is actually even younger. I've seen it. And more than one occasion, I've seen it over and over again. In contemplating this, one of the things I have realized too, though, is that these folks really, these families that I help, and they're, they're near and dear to me. I'm thinking of uh, one family, the wife is from Fresno, and another family right next door, the wife is from Clovis. They're both retired. Their husbands are still working, and they still seem a little stressed. But the wives, I think in general, they're very chill, relaxed folks. But I think because of the job, they were tense year after year when we would talk about planning. But we had to come up with a plan. And once you come up with a plan, wow, you can stick to it, you know it, and you stay the course. You stay with the plan and success will come. So when we talk about planning, where do you start? If I look off to my right here, the first thing mentioned is income planning. Now, why is income planning so important? You have to know what your sources of income are. You have to establish what's your pension. If you're a federal employee, how much is your first pension? Maybe your SERS offset or SERS pension. But what's that going to bring in and what? Again, we've talked in the past. We have the gross amount, but what is the net amount? I liken it to fishing when I teach about net. Uh, and I don't mean fishing with a line, but fishing with a net. So you throw the net out, and you're only looking to keep the big fish. So the small fish, sometimes not that small, will slide through. So federal taxes, even smaller could be state taxes. Perhaps you're in a no-tax state. Good for you. Right? That slides through the cost of your health insurance, your survivor benefits. That could be uh, minus 10% if you get 50% for your for your spouse upon your passing. So those things slide through and now you have the net. That's the fish that you're going to keep that you can pay your monthly bills with. So we have a pension, then you have social security. Again, you have gross and then you have net. What do you end up keeping? Those are your sources of income. Possibly you qualified to retire prior to age 62 and so now you have a supplemental bridge, the SRS first supplement for federal employees, or if you're a CalPERS employee or a county employee or what have you, you may not even have to rely on that supplement, but you've got your pension. So your sources of income, pension, social security. Now then, what help will you need beyond that? Because once you get the net, maybe it's not enough. 
to make your monthly bills. So what will you do? Well, we look at the retirement savings, the big, big bucket of money that you've saved your entire career, your earning years. And we look at that and we say, okay, now how can we make income from that? And how much will we need? So we have to establish for sure how much do you cost per month? How much does it take for you to live and to live a nice lifestyle? Not just a lifestyle, but a nice lifestyle. Because, you know, we, we talk about the go-go years from the early to mid-60s for the next decade to the early to mid-70s as the go-go years. You see a lot of people traveling across Europe, Asia, other places, Mexico, and they're in their travel time. They're retired. Now you want to have fun so you can go have fun. Because what could happen from the mid-70s to the mid-80s, if you're fortunate enough to live that long, and the Bible talks about special mightiness if you make it into your 80s, then it'll be the slow-go years. And possibly from the 80s, if you go to the 90s, the no-go years, where you just don't feel like going. So we got to get a plan in place where you can enjoy your retirement early on and make sure that that retirement savings lasts how long? It lasts as long as you do. So once we do that, ah, you can retire. There's a, you've got a plan. Charles, thank you so much for creating that plan because now I don't have a care. I know we've got it under control. We're going to stick to the plan. And that plan may very well include taking out amounts for annual, semi-annual, quarterly vacations. I have a family that I work with in San Diego and they're, she's just so happy all the time because she says, Charles, guess what? We've got a cruise we've got planned in uh, April. And then again in July, we get to go back to the Philippines. Oh, and then again in October, we've got a trip that we're gonna go to Banff uh, National Park and Glacier. I could see the radiance coming through her. So I wanna be part of that. What I do is fantastic because I get to lay my head down every night on my pillow and not worry because we've established that foundational income, that rock solid money that can give you a monthly check without fluctuation from the market. And then we can divide the rest of the assets for long-term growth and we can move them back over to the foundational income when that pot is used up and continue, rinse and repeat, right? From the growth bucket over to the foundational money bucket with no chance solid, right? So this is it. This is when you come up with a plan, this is how you get to that point where you can become younger and you can really enjoy yourself too. So the second part of our planning wheel is investment planning. And why is that so important? Because the investments should be serving you and your loved ones first and foremost. So that retirement savings, the TSP, 401k, 403bs, IRAs that you did on your own possibly, that money, what is the goal? Typically, it's to provide you with the income you're looking for. 
And so we've got to make that serve you first and foremost. Once it gives you the money you need, then it can go off and also be designed for future inflationary growth and for growth that you need to last a lifetime. The third point in our planning wheel, in our planning process, is tax planning. I don't know if you knew it or not, but your 401k, your TSP, your IRA, if they're traditional, and most all of them are, nearly 90 or 100% of them oftentimes, they're taxable. So when you withdraw that money out, it's a gross amount again, and then we have the net. And you could be raising your tax bracket. And so you need a tax plan. What would be wonderful is that we could have that tax plan and it could provide you with tax-free growth. So later in life, as the years tick along, a lot of that money could be growing tax-free and not taxable. So when you withdraw it, guess what? It's all yours. So it's worth a lot more than the taxable money. Just imagine if you're in a 22% federal tax bracket and you're in a state where you might attain 4%. I'm thinking of Colorado, families we work with. Uh, possibly uh, California, 7%, 9%. That's a lot. You could be giving up sometimes one-third of your money that you're withdrawing. So we want to get to that point, forget it. You say, hey, IRS, get your hand out of my pocket. I don't want it in there. Hey, state of California, state of Colorado, whatever state you're in, let's remove you from my plan. And then when you get later on in life to those required minimum distributions, for sure by 75, age 75, and it might be 74, then you can say, hey, you don't get to tell me how to spend my money. I'll take care of that. Because guess what? Who's going to do the best job of understanding what you want to accomplish? And who's going to do the best job of planning for your retirement? You or the federal government and the state? Yeah, you're right. I think it's you. But guess what? If you don't do anything and you don't create a plan, who will start to plan for you? That's right. The federal government will take over and start to put you under their plan. No bueno. I don't like that at all. Let's come up with a plan for you. And then when we look back, we'll see that same glow that you're going to have because you don't have worries and you can put your head on your pillow and sleep restfully at night just like I do. 